Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. And yes, it's finally time. You know what this is. John Wick Chapter 4. Now, I've been waiting for this one since they announced it. And with the way the last chapter ended, spoiler free, but John is all the way back in that assassin underworld again. Uh, Now, for those of you that haven't seen it, And the only way you shouldn't have seen these movies is if you're just not a fan of action or violence or Reeves or something like that. You should have seen these movies. But if you haven't seen it, definitely go back and watch all three chapters. If you haven't seen them, definitely have to watch all three. Um, They show them on TV all the time and they're streaming everywhere so you shouldn't have a hard time uh, finding them. Although the original is still my favorite... Because, you know, it was the origin of it and the mystery of not knowing what I was in for with this new character. However, this is the rare occasion where I can say the sequels are just as good as the original. Uh, They do what a lot of other sequels fail to do. They expand on the story and give you a real reason to be interested while giving you more of what you liked from the original. And that is action. Each movie upped the ante on the set pieces. They just keep getting bigger and better, and bloodier, and bolder, and they take liberties like they all action movies do. They do take some liberties, you know, as far as being over the top, but it still has a kind of gritty realness to it. For example, he doesn't just have infinite bullets. You constantly see him reloading or getting new weapons to keep the fight going, and there is no standing around, uh, and people attacking one at a time. Everybody's attacking him at the same time. So it's a beautiful ballet of carnage, I like to say. Um, but before I start, let me give you a brief overview, uh, just so you can kind of follow along here. Now, in the original, this gangster wanted his car. He refused to sell it. Him, the gangster and his crew broke into his house, beat him up, and killed his dog. Now, they thinking he's just this nobody. But he was actually a retired assassin who just lost his wife, and his wife gifted him this dog as a companion, and now they killed the dog. So he comes out of retirement for revenge. Chapter 2. He's retired again, but someone from his past comes back to collect on a uh, blood marker, which drags him back into this world. Now, he repays that marker... However, he still has to deal with the individual that came back to collect permanently. And to do that, he has to break some rules. Now, in Chapter 3, because he broke those rules, it picks up where it's left off, and Wick is actually on the run, and it's open season on him. He's excommunicated, and everyone is out to get him. Now, they give you a lot more background, which I won't get into any of that here. You really need to go back and watch those movies to get all of those details. So after piling up a bunch of bodies and trying to find a way out, spoiler free, let's just say he is presumed dead at the end of chapter three, and um, that's where he ends up getting, you know, pissed off. Now that you're kind of up to speed, what is this one about? And I'm actually going to kind of keep this brief. I don't want to spoil anything, because basically, again, they pick up where they left off. John is with the homeless king getting ready to get back out there and end things once and for all. Now, he's not running anymore. Now, he's actually looking to destroy the high table. Winston has a situation at the Continental and gets some bad news. 
Now, he arranges a meeting with John to give him a smart way to end things instead of just trying to kill everybody. But he needs to get back in the family he was kicked out of in the last chapter in order to make that happen. And that's where I'm going to stop. Because from there, there's multiple visits that happen from different locations to put this plan in action and to satisfy the requirements for this final showdown. So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a 95% on 169 reviews on the Rotten Scale, with the audience at a 96% on over 250 reviews. Uh, But what did I think? Well, let me get to the positives. Again, they drop you right in and they just build on the story. There's no backtracking here, which I was concerned about with this two-hour, 49-minute runtime. I was thinking maybe they're going to go back and try to you know, show us some other stuff. But no, this movie just continues its story, continues just to go forward uh, right where we left off, which I appreciated. Again, we didn't need any exposition or anything like that. They just throw us in and keep going. Great performances, and they added some... New, interesting characters. Donnie Yen as Kane was excellent, uh, but that was expected. I expected him to do a really good job. But there was another standout, Mr. Nobody, who is this tracker, which is a mysterious character. Uh, interesting as well. He did a really good job. I like that character too. And of course, Reeves, who does all his own stunts. Uh, so the camera doesn't have to compromise and do any kind of jump cuts or anything like that. They can just shoot the action the way it needs to be shot. And there are some really good set pieces here. I mean, the Osaka Continental Siege. There's this car drifting street shootout type thing. Uh, 222 steps. Not going to spoil that and tell you anything about that. Uh, They actually had this one scene where he's in this building. And then all of a sudden, they pull the camera up and it shows it top down. And we get to see Wick and how he positions himself in relation to the enemies and how he's able to dispatch them. That was very creative. I liked that a lot. I would say there's a solid two hours of action in that runtime, which is absolutely incredible. Um, Like I said, more of everything you love from the previous movies. But before I get into a couple of negatives, I will say you really need to watch the other ones to really understand and appreciate what's going on here. Honestly speaking... You're not going to get a lot of stuff if you just try to jump into this movie. Uh, There's this death, spoiler free, that happens early on and is pretty heavy, but it won't really mean anything to you if you're not familiar with this character and what he means over the past, you know, three movies. So, really, this ain't the one to start on. Now, as far as my negatives go... They do go a little bit too far with his indestructibility. In the previous movies, there were a couple of scenes that you can kind of just brush off like, well, okay. But in this one, there are far too many situations that happen where he just gets up and walks away. And you're like, eh, it's a little bit too much. And again, while I appreciated all the action, this was a little bit light on story. Like I said, they added some interesting characters and just either a little bit more background, a little bit more time with them. Uh, would have been nice. Just, you know, like I said, these are small nitpicky things. Uh, the runtime, again, loved all the action, but there was a few scenes that went on a little bit too long. They could have easily shaved a good 20 minutes off this runtime, and they would have still got the same effect of what they were trying to accomplish. Uh, There's a couple of continuity things that didn't really make a lot of sense. Um, again, they just kind of stuck out to me. 
because the other movies were seamless where everything was right, you know, went right along. And this one had a couple of things, like I said, that kind of stood out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, these are just small nitpicks. Yes, I agree with everybody else. I definitely enjoyed this one a lot. I put this one right at a 92% on the rotten scale. If you like the other ones, you'll like this one. It does end in a bit of an ambiguous way, so I'm not quite sure what that's about. And there is an end credit scene that could extend the series in a different direction, though. Uh, but I think this should be it. Uh, end on the highest of notes. They could spin off some of these characters, but I think they should leave Wick right here. I can't think of another story they can really tell with him that wouldn't feel like it's forced and wouldn't really fit into the universe because this, I mean, spoiler free, but chapter four really feels like the end of the series to me in the way that they, uh, the way they shot it. But but yeah, go and see this one for sure. Uh, fans will not be disappointed. Again, if you haven't seen the other ones, you know, you can still go and watch it and just enjoy the action. But I, I really encourage you to watch the other ones first because you're really not going to get a lot of the stuff that's going on. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low budget movie reviews with Clarence. Up on all streaming platforms, so definitely go and check me out. I will definitely have at least one other movie dropping this weekend uh, that I didn't get a chance to actually record last week, so I will do it this weekend. And there's another movie I want to see that's actually still out in theaters, but I just haven't had a chance to get around to it, and I probably won't get around to it. If I don't see it this weekend, I'm just not going to see it until it comes on streaming services, so we'll see if I have time to do that. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. I was a bit long-winded today, but yeah, I had to get all this stuff out. So yeah, thank you once again. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.